Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, Halima. Hi, Ernie. And hello to all the listeners. Welcome to the Polyester Podcast. I'm Ioni, and I'm the founding editor-in-chief of Polyester and the author of Poor Little Sick Girls, which is out now. And I'm Halima, the community editor of Polyester and the co-host of the Polyester Podcast. This is the Sleepover Club, a feminist pop culture podcast where you pull apart the hashtag discourse in the hope of making some sense of it all. Before we get started, please like, rate and review and subscribe. Ioni, do you have any... We do. And they're coming for you, Halima. Oh, no. Old lady enjoys podcast five stars. At the ripe old age of 36, I thought I'd be too old to enjoy this podcast. But Ioni and Halima are such great hosts. I love listening to their well-researched opinions on pop culture. Love how much fun this is. Please also do an episode on why we deem over 35s to be old. I still feel and act like I'm 25. Despite old lady 36 from Apple Podcasts. Thank you. I think 36 is very young. So do I. Yeah. Thinks I don't think that's young. I mean, young. A resident ageist Gen Z in the building. <laughs> don't call me ageist. We are already being cancelled on this ground. We don't need another label. But yes, please leave us a review. We love them. We love them. It makes Thank our week. Halima, you're not being cancelled. You're being cancelled. Me? Yeah, it's you. You're the Why? one the one who wanted to see the Johnny Depp episodes. You're the one that's so passionate about it. It's actually very true, it's me. Anchor. <laughs> <laughs> Although I was surprised at how mixed the comments were. Not enough, to be fair. No, I don't think it was mixed enough. So many people are so annoying. Yeah, but I think the people that agree, like the girls that get it, just replied being like, yes. And then true. the people that didn't get it went in on us. So overall... A success. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you. Today, bum, bum, bum. what are we talking about, Halima? Dumois. Dumois. <laughs> Dumois. You can leave this one because you, you love Dumois. Dumois has been unmasked, um, yeah. just like Gossip Girl herself, which didn't come till the last season and actually Gossip Girl unmasked themselves. I'm not going to say. Okay. And also, also just the- say, this show is over. Yeah, I know, but if people want to watch for the first time, I don't want to ruin it. Just, Trigger it's warning, our content warning. We're going to expose who Gossip Girl is for those who don't know. I don't I'm not unmasking from the original series, but in the new series, it happens in the first episode. So Just unmask think... it. It's over. It's literally history. No. For God's sake. Anyway, I understand not unmasking the, the new one, but the old one, everybody who does The new know. one is the first episode, so it's fine. Anyway, we're not actually talking about Gossip Girl. We're talking about Doomwar, which, if you don't know, is a celebrity gossip Instagram account, which basically posts, like, spotted, like, celebs' pictures. It also posts rumours, um, blind items, and lots of other stuff. I have been following Doomwar since probably 
late 2020, early 2021. My friend sent it to me during the pandemic. It was a locked account then. I don't know if she's a locked account anymore. Yeah, it's basically a gossip Instagram account. It's grown in popularity like exponentially over the last year or two. The creator of the account now has a book deal. It's a novel, right? But like based on their experiences of running a gossip account. And they also have a HBO show in the works. So we thought it'd be interesting to talk about because last week or a couple of weeks ago, Dumois mm-hmm. was unmasked. Would you like to tell the story, Halima? Yeah. So the two identity, like the two identities behind the popular Instagram, Dumois, was like the person exposed them on Substack. And it was the internet culture writer, Brian Feldman, his, his newsletter, BNet, um, exposed that Dumois was Gabby Kempner, the granddaughter of a famed socialite, and Melissa... Lovalo, yeah, because because obviously Dumas used to be a what's it called a fashion focused blog, which I didn't know actually. Yeah, it used to be a fashion focused blog, and then during the pandemic, they started to ask people to send them screenshots or direct messages about their celebrity encounters, and then it just ended up being what it is now since then, the beginning of the pandemic. And how was she? found out who she was because she was anonymous a lot oh of the like God, yeah. the catchphrase of Dumois is like a non-please so when people send in their tips or whatever it's anonymous like it's become like kind of yeah like a cultural zeitgeisty thing to be like a non-please all her merch says it on so yeah a couple of weeks ago it was revealed who Dumois was wait what was your question before oh how did it happen yeah interestingly enough I was reading the vulture because vulture did an article after Brian posted his Substack and uh, Vulture started the article being like Anon please and I was like oh my god they're so clever not knowing that it's Dumas catchphrase but anyway um, Brian was just saying in the Substack that like it's really it was actually so easy to figure out who these people were because like there's a video of both of them on YouTube being like we're Dumas and they have like terrible um, costumes on like they have little disguises on mm. and even when you go to the like the very beginning of like their Instagram all of this is public when they're when it was a fashion focused blog, they were pretty open about the fact that they were the two individuals running it. And interestingly enough, Vanity Fair did an article about them in twenty twenty one, where the writer of the article knew who it was. So like she was like the person. Oh no, I don't know if it's a she or he, but the person was like, I know who it is. Like I spoke to these two women and was very clear with the fact that it's two women and they're friends. And like so, I think a lot of people like in the media world, like who are in that kind of New York sphere, kind of already knew who they were. It was pretty mm. public. Which surprised me because, like, Vanity Fair could have exposed them, like, literally last year, but didn't. I suppose it's like the... So this is what I'm also interested in. Me and Halima have very different opinions on this subject. So I don't think some of my questions with Halima are going to fly right now. But because Halima is someone that does not understand the charm of Dumois, would you like to say why you don't like it? So I actually did like it at first. When we when you first introduced me to it, because I only introduced me to it, I was... I think it was, like when I first started working here, right? Like, it mm. was, like, during, like, peak Julia Fox, Kanye nonsense that I was first aware of Dumois. And I was, like, I thought I thought it was really cool. And also, from the time that, like, the new Gossip Girl spin-off came out mm. and Ioni was pestering me to watch the old Gossip Girl and I kind of watched the old one and I was watching the new She's one. Lying. She I did! Not watch Ioni! I did! I watched <laughs> the first season a bit, but I didn't finish it. And I did watch all of the first part of the second one, of the the new one, but I didn't carry on because I can't be arsed. But 
and I was just really into it because I was like because of the pandemic obviously and celebrities are being really annoying and weird with the whole like imagine all the people like all that shit was really weird and I was like celebrities are not celebrityying, but Dumois was showing me celebrities that were celebrityying. so I was mm. like this is fun this is funky like it's a great distraction also succession was happening and I loved all the Greg mm. cousin Greg stuff so mm. I was into it and then like For anyone that doesn't know cousin Greg is a mainstay on Dumois he is, he is. New York's boyfriend his exactly. bachelor antics um so I was really into it and then I even loved like they have really long stories and I even loved like reading every single one of the stories like it was fun and after a while like the Kanye and Julia Fox stuff died out and Kanye was weird with Kim so I was like ew this is boring and weird celebrities are freaks and then Succession was over and I was like after <laughs> Succession I don't care what, what Cousin Greg the real person is doing like he's just a white man to me after Succession like I need to in parallel with succession for me to care about who cousin greg is but anyway so i just didn't care and then i was like after a while like this shit is just surveillance isn't it like people are just like like sending in these screenshots of where celebrities air and like it's just surveillance and i just don't get it and i think it's weird to be survey like surveilling people like people are literally the police like you're taking pictures of somebody and posting online and posting where they are exactly that's weird to me and i think it's dangerous so i don't fuck with dumois okay my counter argument so this has existed forever and celebrities, whatever the word is, enable this behavior. A, point A, I remember when I was like 12, like I st- my mom always used to buy like Heat magazine and for like non-UK listeners, that's like just like a tabloid magazine, like a celebrity magazine. And they had like a spotted section where it wasn't pictures because some of this was like it was like the advent of the camera phone or whatever. So it was like just little sentences like, I don't know, like Tom Cruise spotted at Paddington Station or Eddie Redmayne spotted at Paddington, which I actually saw last week. Um, so I feel like, A, this has been around forever. B, like I know there's a lot of contention around paparazzi and a lot of the shit they do is fucked up. But the, a lot of they them They killed also- Princess Diana. Of course, please don't sue us, Queenie. Um, <laughs> did they or did Queenie? Don't sue us, <laughs> Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is also a lot of celebrities work in tandem with the paparazzi and with the media in order to raise their profile. And I think Dumois is absolutely no difference to this. Like, I remember when me and Halima had a conversation where she raised these concerns. And I was like, yeah, but there's some celebrities you just never see on there. Like, there's a reason why the same celebrities pop up there all the time. And it's because they're the ones that want to be seen. I truly Mm. believe that. Like, I truly, truly believe that. Like, you're not seeing, I don't know who, like, a really private celebrity is. But you're not seeing certain people on there. And, um... I saw on like, I don't know, I saw on like Twitter or something, this Anthony Bourdain quote, because like a big thing about Dumois has become about like food. Like they all eat. So, you know, every week on Spotted, it's like Anna Winter at Balthazar or Thingy at Carboni or whatever. It's all the same restaurant, Soho House, um, Nobu, like all of these places. And I saw like an Anthony Bourdain quote that was like, oh, celebrities literally keeping like the lie of elitism alive by dining out at these fucking shit restaurants that they all go to because of status and power it's like you know the best food isn't there but you go because you want to be seen there you want to do it there i'm like completely butchering the quote it wasn't it but basically like they're doing a disservice to like food and like restauranting by dining out of these shit places obviously i haven't been we've been to the balthazar uk one and it was fine but also balthazar in london is not the same thing no as also, like, i realized i don't really like it there 
I thought I liked it because we all went there together, but whatever. Oh, you yeah. like the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I agree. No, I totally agree. But so it's like these celebrities know what they're doing is what I'm saying here. Like it's not this like benevolent, like, oh, I don't want to be spotted, but I'm going to go eat at like the most celeb hotspotty restaurant. Like mm. it's not how it works. And then I also saw that like she got, this is not in defense of her, but I just think it's funny. Like I saw that she posted that she was never going to post Hayley Bieber again. And I was like, what's the beef with Hayley Bieber? And then I saw it's because Hayley Bieber tweeted, like put up an Instagram story being like, I know who Dumois is. So I think it's funny in that regard, like especially the ones that like pretend to hate celebrity, but obviously really do. And I think this is like a kind of like a dance we play with celebrities. Like, oh, I hate being famous. Oh, I don't. And that kind of went away for a while because of like the Kardashians and the rise of like being just like over the top about loving fame and like accepting of it. And I saw that even, um, oh shit, what's his bloody name? The little boy from Stranger Things, not little, um, the one you fancy who's going out of Nancy in Stranger Things. Steve or, jo- or Jonathan? Jonathan. I do not fancy Jonathan. Where is this myth coming from? <laughs> what's what's being put in your mouth right now? <laughs> But anyway, I saw he's just done like a GQ cover and he was like, I don't think you can say you can be an, you want to be an actor and not equally want to be seen and be famous. And I think that's true. And I think that like the idea that actors are just, you know, like lovers of their craft, blah, 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 blah. It's just kind of a bit of a like elitist myth, like that some celebrities are better than others because they have talent. I don't know if I agree with that. So I, I think there are some like actors who don't. And I think, them. but I think people are entitled to privacy. Obviously, on like I don't on very important things that happen in their lives. But if you're going to a restaurant that you know people get spotted at, then you know you're doing it. Is my point here? I guess, but also like like the idea that like yeah, like this paparazzi stuff has been around forever. That doesn't make it good. It's bad. I'm not saying opinion. it's good, but I'm saying celebrities benefit and. Like certain celebrities benefit from it and they use it and they have relationships with paparazzi and they exploit it. And like in your research, you were saying during the pandemic, I mean, during the pandemic, we had um, Ben Affleck and Anna de, whatever her name is, doing their little walk every single day. Who's Anna? Anna de Armas, is that her name? What's oh her my name? fucking God, yeah, that was iconic because he looks so sad. See, you're enjoying this, but this is what I'm saying. Like paparazzi largely went away during the pandemic and Dumois became really popular it's not a fucking like doesn't take genius to put two and two together also i'm sure all of the celebrities and their friends are writing in tips about each other i don't think so you know and celebrities writing tips about themselves i don't know i just think celebrity like generally is weird and i feel like they yeah like i don't know i have empathy for celebrities interestingly enough even though like give me your money but i have empathy for the fact that they don't have privacy because it sucks like even like I don't know, it just sucks that people co- I constantly write about you and like follow you around. Like, I saw this one thing I saw in Dumois where Sean Mendes is on holiday and, and somebody saw him there and like took pictures of him and he had to go and beg them to not like post about it until he's gone because he just wants some time to be by himself. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah. I just thought that that was so sad, like... They deserve to be alone sometimes. 
That's my Italian accent. Uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I don't um, know. I just don't like it. But I also, yeah, I think it's a choice. Like, I don't know. But um... also, I don't think that, like I said before, I think that some people who like are in the limelight, like I get that like they they get to celebrity status and stuff, but I don't, I don't know. I just know that some people don't like it. Like Jonah Hill hates it and Jonah Hill is amazing. And I like Jonah Hill. I like Jonah Hill too, but I'm also saying I think if you don't like it, you can stay out of it, like, a lot of the time. Like, you don't see bloody Olivia Coleman popping up on Dumois. Like, there's a reason why, for example, mm. Cousin Greg is all over it or not. And it's yeah, he loves out, that shit. He's out living his life. Like, he want, he doesn't care either way. Like, I'm not saying he loves it, but, like, he has that bar that has literally become famous because of Dumois called Ray's. And, like, I feel like you can make a choice whether to... You know, like, obviously, there are exceptions to this, like, statement that I'm making. I'm not saying blank either way. But there are just celebrities that would literally never pop up on there. But to be fair, like, like, thinking aside from the fact that they, that people literally stalk celebrities and send it to Dumois, which is freaky, in my opinion. And the fact that Dumois does, like, sometimes break major stories before, like, people, like certain people are ready to say them to the world. Like, with Zoe Kravitz and her divorce from her fella, Dumois broke it and then Zoe Kravitz had to, like, confirm it after like, but she broke it not through seeing them like arguing or something did, on the though. street. She I thought it was through Instagram like no, captions. She saw that it was out and she saw that Dumois had posted it and then she had to confirm it with her. No, people. no. Yeah, but I mean, Dumois didn't break it through any like qualitative hearsay or evidence. It was just people going on Zoe's Instagram and her husband's Instagram and seeing that they weren't posting each other. Interesting. I don't know. I just, because I, I read that online from like Vanity Fair or something about the fact that they were the ones that broke it, apparently. Maybe not though. But even that, like, because I know Zoe, well, actually, I don't know the full thing, but that marriage that Zoe had was pretty traumatic for her. So mm. I just find that, like, even with that situation, for them to break something, like, I just feel like there's just no boundaries with celebrity. And I get that they're celebrities, but I just don't like it. But I also think that she. I don't know. I think there is a lot of problems with a like anonymity in terms of um, what's it called, like accountability in terms of these accounts, like also um, monetization. So, for example, like I think pretty early on, she started doing Sponcom for like certain TV shows mm-hmm. and stuff like this. And I think that presents a conundrum of mm-hmm. morality. And accountability, yeah, but I think, and I think one of the problems is that we kind of saw the account grapple with that in real time. Like, for example, now, a lot of the time she doesn't name people. Like, if she's like, oh, there's a celebrity pregnancy, she doesn't say who or whatever. And I think that's fun in a way because it becomes part of the game to, like, guess. Interestingly enough, and this is me back, like, going against my own point, I hate whenever it's like so-and-so it's like i don't want to fucking guess when i was into it like it's like i don't want to fucking guess just tell me who it is which is yeah. going against my own point but anyway no i like guessing i don't because i i always think that like whenever i have to guess i'm like i literally don't know that many celebrities i need you to just tell me who it is also i think a pro of dumois because i saw in your research you put like what's the difference between dumois and paris hilton mm-hmm. i think that dumois does a pretty good job of not instilling opinion like her own personal opinion like mm-hmm. I think the Hayley Bieber one 
And she also went after Casey Musgraves, which I don't know the story of. So if someone does, please tell me in like my DMs or comments. You've seen Casey Musgraves' boyfriend's cringy ass poetry. Yeah. There's something I, I wanted to show you today because I, I saw something that was fucking crazy. I anyway. die, I die. <laughs> so she basically said, I'm never fucking posting those two again. Don't send me them, which mm-hmm. I felt like was a rare example of um, bias from her mm. because usually she just like posts. Like she's not. For example, she's not going after like a Britney and drawing devil horns on Britney's head and like really kind of turning female celebrities in particular, which is what Perez Hilton did, into like devils and evil figures of popular culture. Like she doesn't really do that. Like even with the Army Hammer stuff or the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard stuff, she's kind of stayed out of things that are overtly politicized for better or for worse, like whatever, which way you sway on that. Like, it is kind of, like, a neutral space in that way. And she doesn't really, yeah, get involved in these, like, big moments to a certain extent. One thing I will say, because I know this is one thing people love. I don't know if they do it as much as I don't follow them now. Um, But they did try... They did the thing where they tried to hold celebrities accountable. So one of the things that they do is, like, see... They reveal what celebrities didn't, didn't tip. Yeah, to like expose who was and like hold them accountable for like not paying their service workers. Mm-hmm. Very similar to, I mean, ish. It's not necessarily the same, but like what Diet Prada does when it comes to like holding, what's it called, the people in the fashion industry to account. But then there's also lots of articles being like, but who holds Dumois and Diet Prada to account, especially when they're they're not as anonymous now. But when they were anonymous, it was very difficult to hold them to account because you can't actually pin it on a particular person. See, this is what one of my things is about the like monetization thing as well, especially I think we obviously Diet Prada has been in this game for longer. So it's like there's more research, but not research, but like there's more examples. But I remember when um, Diet Prada was unmasked or whatever. And then so soon after they started like attending shows and doing SponCon and it does kind of remove the objectivity from the thing from the content because and I think similar could be said for Dumois although I haven't personally seen it but for example is if like Dumois is peddling a certain tv show would she then not post a bad tip from one of the main actresses or like one of the directors or producers and these kind of gossip accounts one of I'm gonna say this not like believing it's the whole truth but for example like and Dumois doesn't actually do this but Anonymous gossip accounts do have the opportunity to like hold celebrities to account without like major recourse that other people might experience, like, or they allow themselves to be kind of vectors for other people to tell their stories, um, like whether it's being mistreated in a very small way, like tipping or a big way that can go all the way up to like sexual assault or whatever. In the case of fashion, it can be like stealing designs or if, you know, something like institutional racism is going on within a corporation so then when you bring monetization into that and like the same people that you might be criticizing are paying your bills how do you remain this kind of like watchdog for whatever industry you are operating in like you actually can and i think it reminds me very much of like when i was when we were interviewing z-way Mm. Um, on the on the Valentina thing, and we asked her like, "How can you investigate celebrity when you are now a celebrity?" And she was like, "I still can. Like, it's just like more informed." And I'm like, "I actually don't think you really can." No, Not, like, I love her, but I just don't think you really can when you're in that circle because like you're part of that group now. You have skin in the game. Like, yeah. I think that kind of led to Diet Prada 
becoming more sensationalist in a way because it can really I know it's tried to pivot to being like this kind of news or investigative journalism journalism platform but also you just see them post so much shit that is just like questionable or bad and then also like I think for especially Diet Prada has kind of instilled this really bad culture within the visual arts where we're always looking for how someone has ripped someone else off instead of like obviously sometimes that's so true like when a young graduate designer is ripped off by someone they went for an internship interview with that is absolutely something that should be called out but when we're literally like pulling what I used to love about like uh, looking at fashion shows was pulling apart all the references and instead of looking at them as references we're looking at them as stolen which I think is just unproductive culturally in a big, wider way. I also um, get, get really annoyed by the fact that, like, I, I completely agree with you on that, but I also think that, like, when you have taken inspirations from something, these people never, ever say that they've taken inspiration from something, which I find irritating. Like, you can still give credit where credit is due. Like, and it, and it won't cause you anything. It won't get, you won't get in trouble. I understand that point. But I also think traditionally that has been the job of fashion journalists like you used to go to a show and you were given a press release or whatever that would maybe name some of these inspirations and then it was kind of the fashion journalist's job to enrich that story like to kind of storytell around it a bit and be like oh I saw this film in it or I saw this film in it or whatever and kind of build up this story and that or criticize it whatever but that was like a fashion journalist's job Whereas now, I don't think we have that so much from the fashion journalists, journalists if that makes sense. That's true. I think we do have it in like, people like Hot Lamo. Like when I watch his videos, he's very much like, yeah. he's inspired by this. He's inspired that he's really good at that. I was going to say, because obviously these accounts, they benefit greatly once they unmask themselves. Like they're able to like, in uh, well, Diet Prada anyway. Don't know about Dumois. I don't even know how they've uh, like handled being unmasked i don't know if they've even talked about it i don't think they have i don't think they're gonna play into it but we know we know Um, (laughs) we know (laughs) i do think that some of these people obviously do benefit from when they are they are unmasked unmasked but they also like suffer because of it also because didn't like what's it called what was it was it um dolce and gabbana sued diet prada Mm -hmm. for calling them out and i guess i mean it hurts them a little bit more now because they know exactly who's doing who's what saying it. um so that does hurt them even though like monetization aids them financially well i think it also hurts them because like it loses the magic a bit like mm-hmm. if we know for example that Dumois is just this like social socialite adjacent woman two women sh- two women who i assume are both white i think i've seen pictures of them and they yeah. are that are like sitting that are probably more comfortably like aligned with the positions of the people they are posting about than like the dream, which would be just like a lowly intern, like spilling all secrets or whatever like this. I think it does ruin the magic a little bit. And I think I have like quite a lot of respect for culture accounts that, I mean, obviously Dumois didn't choose to be uh, unmasked, but like that managed to remain integral and anonymous. Like for example, Pop Culture Died in 2009 is like, a blog that was huge on Tumblr and then has gone to Twitter now, but it's, it's way smaller, but has become more opinionated as time has gone on and, like, has been speaking. I spoke last week about the Dap B. Heard trial and, like, has become, has managed to adapt to the times rather than be, like, oh, I'm at a bit of, of a lull. I'll become unanonymized and start making money off it. 
Mm-hmm. It definitely, it definitely shows a little bit more integrity. But I also don't blame people because like people need to make money, and if they're spending a lot of time on something, like I get the yeah, struggle. that's true. The one person we were talking about this because we we're thinking about what other accounts anonymous, and we both mentioned emo black thought on Twitter. Ah! <laughs> people who don't know, emo black thought was this like Twitter personality who pretended so it was a black man who pretended to be a black woman. He used to like talk about having periods and. Like he used to, he was really like he used to talk with like Megan The Stallion, Rihanna, Ariana Grande. He told his followers to stay hydrated. Like he was really major, um, and like a lot of black women re- resonated with him. And then obviously, he came out as just being like this random black man on was it Paper Magazine, I think. And um, yeah. a lot of black women were really hurt because they thought that they were I don't know, talking to somebody who like shared the same experience as them. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. Uh, and then I think they just like slow. After a while, they tried to kind of keep their brand and stay on, on the internet and still make money through being a black thought. But it didn't really work out for them because people did not like them. <laughs> um, which I thought was interesting. There's lots of... of well, I suppose that's practice. the thing. Like anonymity can also be used to exploit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That was shocking to me to find out that he was a black fellow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't really in it. I kind of just saw it from the outside, but mm. it's crazy. Also, like, even little Nas X was like, you support me from the beginning, blah, blah. <laughs> mm. And then turned out to be some strange little man. Strange little man behind his little keyboard. Yes. <laughs> oh, wells. Anyway, all I have to say is long live celebrity gossip. No, I don't like it. <laughs> Thank you for the cinema. Thank you, Ioni. Let us know what you think. We would love to hear. Um, we'll see you next week. Thank you to Olivia for editing. Thank you to Gina and Gina and Eden and Izzy and Charlotte and Hattie and Grace. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.